0: Hey, great evening, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here, but another Millionaire Midnight Rant. How's everybody doing here tonight? <coughs> oh, give me one second, folks. Give me one second. I'll be right back, okay? Billion Dollar Virgin, give you update. Um, I am a bit still under the weather, but as you can tell, I'm getting better, getting better. And maybe it's taking, um, a bit of time because I'm working out, right? Like I got to work out. (laughs) When I was in Paris, when I had food poisoning, I lost about seven pounds of muscle. Well, probably seven pounds, honestly. So... Now I'm just working to get that back at the same time, healing myself. But I'm feeling so much better. Um, thank you for your kind words, prayers, and concern. But we've got to get down to business here. You know, we're going to talk about you get what you think about most. How many of you have heard that from The Secret? You get what you think about most. I was laying here in the bed, and honestly, I was thinking about you. I said, you know what 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 are most people thinking about at midnight or what do most people think about when they're laying in their bed, thinking about what work, thinking about their dreams, thinking about what they have to do, or maybe thinking about what they haven't done yet." Thinking about getting older, thinking about how lonely they are, thinking about how they're going to repair the financial situation here. And I'm going to go deeper tonight on that topic here, because it's not enough just to think about what you want. Okay? it's not enough just to think about what you want. Okay, I, I believe that you have to imagine what you want. Because a lot of you, you may think about success. You may think about prosperity, millions of dollars. You may think about um, accomplishing your goals. But my question to you is, throughout your day, how long or what is the duration of time that you're thinking about this stuff? Okay? And what I've learned just for myself and being around other people, that most of us we think about what we don't want most of the time. Okay? And we do this unconsciously. Can anybody relate? Like unconsciously we think about our problems, Right? Right or wrong? Unconsciously, we think about failure or the avoidance of failure. Unconsciously, we think about not having enough money. We think about the money that we're investing, the money that we're losing. We think about maybe our debt. Does that make sense? Um, we, we, we tend to think about what we don't want. Okay. And I want to see if I can transition your mind tonight to get you to think more about what you want. And I want to give you a soft guarantee that if you think more, better yet, imagine more the things that you do want. You get it, okay? I mean, just to share a brief story. Um, I was just thinking about my my own personal life, and you know, the life that I have here today, based off how I grew up. I wasn't supposed to live this life, based from where I began. And, you know, I think to myself, I say, you know, Wesley, was I special? Was I lucky? <clears throat> um, then, you know, were the odds in my favor? Did I have a positive, wealthy role model in my life? And to be very honest with you, I did not. I didn't have none of those things. I grew up pretty average, pretty poor, like most people. Well, wealth was not pervasive. It didn't have a presence where I was born, on the south side of Houston, Texas. The south side of Houston, Texas, the store is the liquor store, right? The south side of Houston, Texas, is pervasive with gangs and drugs and killing, homicides. Right? not mansions and money and Lamborghinis and Rolls Royces. So, you know, the question was, how, Wesley, you know, people ask me this all the time, Wesley, how were you able to do it? And many people that ask me how, you know, what they want to know is a technique. They want me to give them a method. They want me to give them a website strategy, some type of business Method to get them to where they want to be. And <clears throat> to be com- to be completely honest, when I was in my 20s, I didn't realize my thoughts were in the past. And what I mean by that, I kept thinking about what wasn't working. And I kept complaining about what wasn't working. Does that make sense? I just kept saying, well, why is it not working? Because in my 20s, I uh, was a part of many different companies and opportunities, different businesses. And I couldn't understand why it wasn't working. I said, why am I not making any money? Why am I not making any money? I understand. I'm doing everything these people are telling me. Why am I not making any money? Can anybody relate? And I didn't realize that my thoughts were thinking about what I did not want. But it sounds very logical, right? You know, it sounds logical to think about your problems, right? Well, it's like you got to think about your problems, but think about it. Thinking about your problems does not provide a solution. Think about it for a second. Like if you think about your problems all day or maybe five hours of the day, two hours, three hours of the day, how does thinking about the problem help you solve the problem? Wouldn't it make more sense just to think about the solution? It does, doesn't it? But unfortunately, our brains tend to dwell on the problem. And we tend to ask the wrong questions, such as, well, why is this happening to me? If it's not one thing, it's another. Can anybody relate? Right? And I've, I finally realized that I had to change my paradigm, Right? How many of you know what a paradigm is? Thank, thank you, Eli. Like I have to change my paradigm. Okay, many of you, I want to invite that thought into your mind right now. Your paradigm is just the way that you think, the process, your own personal process on how you perceive your world, based off your beliefs, which are composed of your experiences your environment, the people that you're around, the books that you read, the TV, television that you watch, the social media that you spend time on, all those mechanisms are creating your belief, your expectations. Does that make sense? And I realized I didn't really need a mentor. I didn't need more money. I didn't even need an opportunity. I needed to change the paradigm which composed of Thinking about what I wanted most. Just thinking that way. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Here? I think it's listen, I I, I understand. It's very difficult to begin to um invite this thought into your mind right now because. By default we just we have problems, right? And it's hard not to think about the problems when you can't pay the bills on time. It's hard not to think about the problems when you don't have a car or your car's about to break down, or you don't have enough money for your children every month you struggle to pay the rent, you can't stay in your job, you hate your boss, you hate your coworkers. You can't stand your significant other. You feel that you're trapped in the household with negative people. Maybe you're a teenager and you're with parents that are extra negative and extra cynical as well. Right? But this is what I want to suggest. And this is the the part of the learning process to become wealthy and successful. Is you have to begin to think... Beyond how you feel. Write that down below, please. Okay. Listen, if you ever want change, you have to begin to think beyond how you feel. Like right now, I'm not feeling my best, obviously, right? I could have easily said, you know, no rant tonight. I'm going to get some rest. Let me heal my body. But. But. I was reminded of my power and my power is to think beyond how I feel, which means this, maybe I don't feel that well, but I say, you know what? I'm feeling well and I feel so well that I can do the rent and I feel so well that I'm going to do this rent so effectively that I'm going to articulate my words to the people, men and women that are listening to me in a way that they will experience a breakthrough. See, that's thinking beyond how I feel. Right now, you might be in debt. Right now, you might not have no solution on how you're going to pull yourself out of this financial rut. But if you would just say, even though I don't feel like things are going to work out, I know that they will. As a matter of fact, they're working out right now. As a matter of fact, I can feel and see opportunities getting ready to attract to me in my life. Does that make sense? But the only reason why, because listen, I I dive deep into the consciousness of people. Because I say, you know, me saying this sounds simple, but to you, like, like, well, Wesley, it's easy for you to say, come on, man, that's not this, that's not the reality. And that's the difference. People like you say, well, that's not the reality, Wesley, you understand, man, life is hard. Times are hard I'm getting older I've been in this business forever I'm not making any leeway everybody's telling me no this solution is not working nothing's working and what you don't realize that you're just stuck in a paradigm that doesn't serve you and you have momentum. See, momentum is if you take a car, you put it on the top of the hill and you turn the car off and put the car in neutral and you let the car go down the hill, it's going to progressively speed up. Not because the engine is on, it's because it's going down this downward slope, down a hill. And that's a lot of you. Many of you are going down this hill and you can't see how you're going to slow down. And to you and your mind, it feels like it's impossible to slow down. You say, man, I'm just going, it's just getting worse. And even though you're trying to push the brake, even though you're trying to slow the vehicle down, you feel that you can't. But you got to remember, you have an emergency brake. Okay? You have an emergency brake. That emergency brake is your mind. Your mind can tell your body that life or your life, very specifically, is getting better. You can tell yourself that even though I'm in this debt, I'm going to find, as a matter of fact, I'm finding solutions right now to pay off my debt. Is everybody with me here? And even though, look, I'm going to go deeper. Even though in the beginning of this process, trust me, it's going to feel like nothing's working. Okay? I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to feel like nothing's working, man. You're going to feel like you're saying these words. You're going to feel like you're making these affirmations out into the universe. And listen, it's going to feel that nothing is working. But I'm here to tell you something. It is. There are things happening below the surface that you just can't see. It's, it's kind of similar to when you plant a seed. Like if you ever planted a seed, I've known someone who has planted a seed. When you put the seed in the ground and you cover it up with the soil, you're not able to see the seed anymore. Right? or right? Comment below, please. Like when you put a seed in the in the ground, you, you, you want to grow a tree or a plant or rose, whatever. You're no longer able to see the seed, right? But yet, even though you can't see the seed, you know the seed is there. And since you know it's there, even though you can't see it, you continue continue to water the seed, the ground. Does that make sense? Every day. You take care of the ground, you take care of the seed, but you can't see it. And that's similar to you understanding that once you begin to think beyond how you feel, that's just like planting that seed. And even though you can't see the results, okay, you can't see the growth, you can't see the progress, you continue to take care of the seed. Which means you continue to think beyond how you feel. Are you with me? Because listen. You know, it's very miraculous how a seed can grow into this beautiful tree, right? You know, you ever thought about that? How does something that is so small, so minute, begins from something that is smaller than your hand, can grow and progress into a 10-foot tree. <coughs> you have to understand something. I'm going to get metaphysical you uh, a bit. Is that <sighs> there are going to be forces. There are forces on the planet that we'll never be able to explain Ever. And what I want you to understand is, when you begin to transition your life from where you are to where you want to be, there are certain miraculous for—I mean, miraculous forces that would take place in your life that even you won't be able to explain. You may say, "Well, it's the hard work. Well, I was around the right people." But I'm here to tell you, there are certain forces on this planet. And I know they exist because how can a seed grow into a 10-foot tree? Like, what, what causes that to happen? What force allows that seed? And all I have to do is water. Like, I'm not responsible for growing the seed and ensuring the seed breaks ground. My responsibility is to water and ensure that proper sunlight... Is on the ground where the seed is. That's it. Your responsibility is not to ensure that the tree or the stem breaks through the seed. Your responsibility is not that that seed breaks ground through the ground. Your responsibility is not growing the leaves, not growing the fruit. It's not growing the stems and the branches. <clears throat> it's not your responsibility. You with me here? Your responsibility is to plant. That's it. And we make it so difficult. <laughs> I know because I did too. In my 20s, early 30s, I made it so difficult to be wealthy. <clears throat> and I realized if I would just keep planting. That's the key. Keep doing the work. Okay? Okay? Keep believing and thinking about what you want. Keep course correcting. But the key is to keep planting. Keep affirming. Keep taking risks. Keep learning. And the sea will break ground. Is everybody with me here tonight? Okay. Okay. Listen, I want you to understand, I beg you to understand that you get what you think, you get what you imagine most. Use your imagination. I want you to trust me. I understand that it's difficult to trust the man that you can't see. You're looking at the dark right now, right? And it's hard for you to be able to trust me because you feel that my life is so different from yours. And actually, it's not. Like, I've been through pain. I've been through hardships, vicissitudes, problems, and challenges. But I realized that I had to think beyond those challenges. And that's the hard part. See, the hard part is thinking about the life that you want to create when you're dealing with the misery. You're like, well, Wesley, I'm trying to create this brand new life, but how am I paying my bills next week? I'm trying to think about the life I want to create, but I don't have a job right now. I'm trying to think about the life I want to create, and I'm stuck in this relationship. I'm stuck in this marriage here. And I was like, yeah. That's why they call it the 3%. That's why only 3% make it out of the trenches in all the vicissitudes of life. 3%. 97% of people make excuses. 97% of people allow their challenges and their bullshit and the problems and the debt and the pains to overwhelm them. 97% 97% of people would rather take drugs or drink alcohol or do some chemical to put themselves in a the pleasurable state. Are you with me here? 3% of people, they're just like you. But they make a decision. They just made a firm decision that every day, irregardless of what takes place in their life, irregardless of the vicissitudes, the experiences, the challenges, the problems, and the pains, they just made a decision that they're still going to think beyond that which means that they're going to see it, even though they can't see the stem break through the ground. They're going to believe and they're going to affirm that the tree is there. Or the tree is coming. They're going to believe that their life of prosperity, of richness, of wealth is there. And listen, you may call these people delusional they called me delusional. They thought I was insane. They thought I was crazy. They said, well, Wesley, how are you talking about millions of dollars when you are in all this debt? How are you talking about a million dollars you just got kicked out of your apartment? You just got evicted. How are you talking about millions of dollars and you can't keep a car? You just got a repossession for the third time. How are you talking about millions of dollars, Wes, when your credit score is 400? How are you talking about millions of dollars, Wes, you can't even pay child support on time? Like, how are you going to make millions of dollars, Wes? And people would tease me and they would say facts. Because these were facts about my life. All these problems and issues. But listen, the difference was this. While they were focusing on my problems. While other people around me was focusing on my shortcomings. On my challenges. On the old Wesley. I was painting a picture of the new Wesley that was to come. And even though they couldn't see it. They couldn't see the new West. They couldn't see the West in the Lamborghini, the West traveling around the world, first class, the West standing in a five-star hotel, the West driving the Rolls Royce, the West with millions of fans around the world, the West in the penthouse. They didn't see that West. They saw the old me. But what was important is that I saw the new Wesley Virgin. And that's what I want you to understand. It's your, it is It's important that you see the new you, not everybody else. Many of you want validation from other people. You want people to support you. People are not here to support you in your dreams. I want to make that very clear. People on the planet are not here to support your dreams and to support your desires on this planet. It's not their responsibility. Just because you decide to change your life, just because you decide that you now want to be wealthy, you now want to start a business, it is not up to other people to validate that. You got to understand this because so many of you let other people steal your dream. You let other people get you down. You let other people make you second guess your God-given dream is your dream. It is your responsibility to mature your dream. It's your responsibility to develop yourself that your dream can become more clear in your mind. That is your responsibility, ladies and gentlemen. Does that make sense? Okay? And all that boils back to taking responsibility, taking ownership. That's what I have to do you know how easy it is to make excuses? Do you know how easy it is? I can say, you know what? Man, the reason why I'm so broke and poor and average and the reason why I have this job because my parents never gave me all the love that I wanted. The reason why I lack confidence in my 20s, in my early 20s, is because my parents never told me, I love you, Wes. They never gave me the pat on the back. They never said I was great. They never called me a king. Like, it's easy to make excuses. Do you not understand that? It's easy for some you say, well, I've been through a divorce, so that's why my life is what it is. Well, I lost my business. I had to file bankruptcy on my business, so that's the reason why I'm in this rut right now. Well, I don't have enough money in my bank account, so I can't invest in that program. Well, I don't have this, so I can't do this. Like, it's so simple to make an excuse, ladies and gentlemen. But if you want different results, you got to think Differently. That's where you start. It's not about what you need to do because many of you don't know what to do. So you start with thinking better. Think better. Okay. I understand how you feel. Many of you would tell me over and over again. Well, Wesley, I feel like this and I feel like this. Listen, I understand how you feel. But how you feel at this current moment is not serving you. It's not allowing you to progress. So regardless of how you feel, if it's not serving you, then it's invalid. Who cares? Because no one cares. That's what you have to understand. Like I got people, you know, they see me out, out in the body and say, well, actually, you know, I'm doing this and I feel that I still be doing this and I feel that this is hard. I feel, I feel, I feel. And I'm like, no one gives a fuck on how you feel. They don't. No one cares how you feel. Millionaires, we don't care how you feel about what's not working out in your life. Only you do. And you want somebody else to care because you want somebody to call to you. You want somebody to rub you on the head, pat you on the back, give you a hug. Hey, it's going to be okay. Well, that's not how successful millionaires are made. They're resilient. They understand how they feel. If it doesn't feel good, they don't want no part of it. And if they feel bad, they're not going to think about it too much because no one cares how you feel. And how you feel, if it doesn't serve you, then that's futile. That's that's useless. That's a waste. I want all of you to understand. Listen. I want you to understand. Listen to me. That you got to dig deep into yourself and realize there's a power in you. Do you not understand that? Stop acting so powerless. You have a power that's in you that can say, hey, it's going to get better. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how it's going to get better. Not yet. Not at this moment. But I'm going to start thinking better. I'm going to start speaking better. I'm going to start thinking better. I'm going to start moving better. Okay? I'm, I'm going to start there. I, I, I'm going to change my attitude. These are so simplistic things that you think are so trivial. Many of you think that's unimportant. Oh, yeah, my attitude, whatever. Yeah, I know I need to work on my attitude, but uh, man, I need to make money. And what you don't realize that your attitude is tied to the money that you will make or, or don't make. Do you think people with bad attitudes make all the money on the planet? You think people with negative attitudes are people that are unable to manage how they feel, their emotions, and their attitudes? Do you think these people make all the money on the planet? No. Even you know that. Okay? Okay. <coughs> Listen, I want you to begin to think about what you want most. When I'm laying in my bed right before I go to sleep, I'm imagining my life. And when I say I'm imagining my life, I'm not talking about the life from yesterday. I'm not talking about the life two years ago. I'm not talking about the life five years ago or 10 years ago. What I do, I just imagine the life that I want. That's it. So I can lay here in the bed. I can see $100,000 being deposited in my bank account every day. I can see my weight loss supplement being number one on ClickBank, Digistore, number one in the world. I can see tens of millions of dollars coming in through my account. Not just paying me out, but paying out my employees, paying out the people that are affiliates for my program. That's what I see. I see thousands of customers ordering my product and reaping results. I see myself taking my staff and the people that work for me around the world to Bora Bora, to Maldives, to all the beautiful islands and renting out different islands and we just stand for two weeks and they're enjoying all the luxurious um, and opulent things that the world has to offer here. That's what I see. I see you making your first six figures from promoting my offers online. I see you making seven figures. I see you excited. I see people uploading testimonies and saying that this young man changed my life for the better. I'm making money, but not just that. I changed my paradigm because of him. I realized that I need to spend more time on my thinking. And even though it's frustrating because when you work on the thinking, it appears that you're not being productive because we have been groomed and we have been conditioned that we must do something first, and I get it. It is things that you must do to make millions of dollars. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to be very transparent with you, but listen, before you can build any structure, before you can build any mansion, before you can build any high-rise, it's a group of men, it's a group of women that must come together first and they must work it out. They must sit at a pa- sit at a table, they must take out their pens, they must pull out their notebooks and they must write down What do we want? And they have to start to scribble. And the architect must come in. He must start to draw. Which means is, you have to plan the life before you build the life. And I get it. Planning a life, it doesn't feel such as great when you're building the life. But let me tell you something. You have to get to the point. That planning the life is just as enjoyable as building a life. Does that make sense? Okay. I want everybody to come at these words below, please. Under the sound of my voice. You get what you imagine most. You get... What you imagine most, write that. I want you to write that down seven times because remember, it takes about seven times for us to start to rewrite things in the subconscious part of our mind. So I want you to write this down below. You get what you imagine most, whatever you imagine. When you lay in your bed, you shouldn't think about your problems. You think about the solutions. When you' land in your bed, you don't think about what you got to do. you think about what you want to do. you get it? Okay? Go ahead and write that down seven times, please. You get what you imagine most whenever you're daydreaming, whenever you're using your imagination, when you're just thinking about life, your life. When you're thinking about what you want. I want you to imagine what you want. I don't care what's happening. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you call reality. I just want you to imagine. What do you want tomorrow? And guess what? If it don't happen, it's okay. Just because if you imagine this rich, successful life. And you wake up tomorrow. And you go back to that middle Then on where job, it doesn't mean that the life is not being built. It's just like the seed. Because the seed, you can't see it, doesn't mean that the seed is not making any progress. You get what you imagine most. Comment those words below. Seven times. You get what you imagine most. When you wake up in the morning, before you do anything, okay? Before you pick up your phone. Before you brush your teeth, I want you to imagine the day. Just imagine it. Have fun with it. Just imagine what you want to do. I used to do this repeatedly when I was in a position like you're in. On the air mattress, I would imagine that I was on a tempur bed. When I was in that little bitty small room with no view, I would imagine that I had a outstanding view. Okay, I would imagine that I had my room was huge. Before I had a little bitty, you know those little bitty bathrooms, those little bitty apartments, they have like those one little walkways. You know, you go right in, to the left is a tub, to the right of the sink. Well, I imagine that I could walk into my bathroom and I could run around it. That I can go to the left, I can go to the right without bumping my hip, right? That I can walk into my shower and I can actually walk around in my shower. That I can actually go to another part of my bathroom and it had its own room for the toilet. You know, when I stayed in my old apartment, the toilet, the shower, they were all in the same bathroom with no door. You know what I'm talking about, right? So if your girl in the shower... You on the toilet, she can look at you. She can smell that junk. No, I want to have a a separate room for the toilet. It had a door so I can have privacy. So my boo in the shower, I'm in the toilet. We good. Right? Like, I imagine that. I imagine even though <coughs> in my early 20s, I never traveled anywhere. Like I never traveled even out of the state in my 20s, but I imagined I would travel the world. I just saw myself traveling the world for no reason. And listen, I still had a job at the time. I still had debt. (coughs) I still had responsibilities. I still had bad credit, but I would just imagine myself boarding planes, first class. I would imagine drinking the champagne. I would imagine drinking that little bitty juice they give you. I would imagine getting the sheets and having the stewardess come to me and say, Hey, Mr. Virgin, how are you? Thank you for flying Premier 1K. We appreciate your service. What would you like to eat for the evening here? Like, I imagine that, by the way. Okay. I imagine debarking the plane, having someone with a sign that said Wesley Virgin. Okay. It didn't matter what country I would land. They would have a sign with my name, and they would take me to a private area to ensure that I fast track through immigration. Like, I imagine that, seriously. I imagine that I'll have several cars to select from on a daily basis when I go work out, go to the gym or wherever I'm going. I have several cars. I didn't want one car. I didn't want two cars. I didn't want three cars. I wanted at least seven cars because I wanted many cars for every day of the week, depending on how I felt. Like, I just imagined that I didn't know how I was going to get it. I had no clue, honestly. But I was just imagining what I wanted. And and guess what? The more that I would imagine that it felt good. Ooh. Okay. It felt good. It felt good to put my imagination to use. See, before I was putting my imagination to use about what I didn't want. See, I kept imagining the debt I couldn't pay. I kept imagining the bad credit. I kept imagining going to jail. I kept imagining getting tickets and going to court and have to pay this and pay that fine. I kept imagining my little bitty apartment I kept imagining my car that kept breaking down. I kept imagining every month it was a miracle for me to be able to pay my car note. I kept imagining my parents that would keep telling me to go get a job. Just go get a job, Wes. Does that make sense? I kept imagining all the people that wasn't for me, that didn't support me. I kept thinking about them. saying, man, why don't these people support me? Why nobody supports me? Why nobody supports me? No one is on my side. No one on my side. Like, I was imagining that. I was saying it, and I was imagining people not supporting me because they wasn't. But I realized that didn't serve me. That I had to separate myself from my current perceived reality. And I had to create a new one. And I had to change my paradigm. And you change the paradigm by changing the thinking. And this is a process, and it's a repetitive process. It's something that you have to do every single day of your life. Until it becomes... A habit, it and listen to me. It will. Okay. One day you're going to wake up. Listen to me. Listen to me. One day. I don't know when that day is. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel good about your entire life. Listen, one day, if you continue and repeat this process, and continue to think, repeatedly think about what you want, and imagine it, and be detailed about it, one day you will wake up and you will feel excited for no reason. You will feel blessed. You will feel rich. You will feel wealthy. You don't have any money, though. You feel like you have all the cars that you've ever wanted, even though you're still driving your same car. You will feel that like you're in the penthouse, the mansion, whatever home that you want to stand, even though you stood in that same little bitty apartment. But you will wake up and you will feel that every opportunity that's meant for you will come to you easily. You will feel that you're living in this bubble, in this vortex of achievement, that it feels like every desire that you want is happening. I'm telling you. And that's the time. excuse me, when the breakthrough is getting ready to take place. Any questions for me? Did you get any value here tonight? Talk to me. How many of you are going to apply this? Okay. All I ask you to do is apply it. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. But you can't prove me wrong until you apply it. Okay. I love it. Look at this. See? See, Earth, Love & Skin, she's already doing exactly what I asked her to do. She says that today, a thousand units of my products are going to be delivered here. I started a new beauty and wellness company. All these units are were already sold out before delivered here in HQ. I'm proud of you, young lady. That's what I'm talking about. You see what she did there? And she was excited about it. Because, see, instead of talking about what you... What you got to do, instead of pondering on what you have to do, I want you to muse over what's going to happen. Because that's exciting. Like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. You know, tomorrow in Ariella's company, she's going to do over $40,000 in one day. Tomorrow, we're going to lunch my weight loss supplement. And day one, we're going to do over thirty, 000, forty thousand dollars $40,000 in net sales. Woo, it feels good. Right? Like, it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen tomorrow. But the more you say it, you have to understand every car has what? Every car has what? Comment below. What does every car have? A driver. Without the driver, the car is useless. The driver has to tell the car what to do. Unless you're driving a Tesla. The car is not going to drive itself. So that's just like your life and your mind and the things that you expect. You got to tell yourself, hey, where are you going? Well, she, I'm going to the top. How much money are you going to make tomorrow? She at $100,000. How? I don't know. I'm going to sell a bunch of product. That's how. You got to give yourself commands. You got to give the universe commands. Because these commands are thoughts. And these thoughts unconsciously will find a way to make it real. I live by this. This is not conjecture. This is not theory. This is real. I do this. This is what I do. Okay? You want to know what's fascinating about Wesley Virgin because I just imagine what I want and I continue to imagine. I don't care what happens. I don't care if I imagine $40,000 tomorrow And I don't care if I lose it tomorrow. I'm still going to imagine $40,000 the next day. Does that make sense? Because I've learned how to separate my spiritual world, which is the world in my mind, from the third dimensional physical world. Okay? Which means is everything that happens in my physical world stems from my spiritual world. Which means just because I lose $40,000 doesn't mean I'm not going to make it tomorrow morning. That's a setup for me to make more. Does that make sense? Just because I lose a company doesn't mean I'm going to be broke. No. If I lose a company, that means that's setting me up for a new company to take place. Does that make sense? It's powerful. Questions for me. How many of you had, got a breakthrough here tonight? I know you did. Listen, I always search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast on Google. All these podcasts, Millionaire Midnight Rants, are available on Spotify, Podbean, Emma, Amazon Music, Apple Music. Listen to it. You have to assimilate this information over and over again. You have to make success a study. If that's what you want, you got to study success, which means you got to hear it. You got to read it repeatedly. And at the same time, you take action. But you got to make it a study. One must condition him or her mind if they want the mind to change. Okay? Questions for me? Any questions for me at this moment here? Thank you, Jolie. Thank you so much. Thank you, Earth Love and Skin. Thank you, Raw T. Kevin, how are you? Questions for me. Hey, Jack Frost. Thank you so much. George, how are you? Kwana, how are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions for me before I let you go? Tonight, we talked about you get what you think about most. You get what you imagine most. Imagine what you want. And even though you may feel that that it is ineffective, it's not. Okay. It's not ineffective. Using the power of your imagination, especially at periods when it's quiet, like now, it's quiet in your bed alone with yourself. Just spend five to 10 minutes thinking about what you want and not trying to think about how you're going to do it. The how is none of your business, folks. No one knows how. Do you think Kanye West knew how he was going to be a billionaire? He didn't know, but he knew he was going to be a billionaire. But he didn't know how he was going to be a billionaire. But he just knew he was. Does that make sense? Do you think Tyler Perry knew that he would create Tyler Perry Studios? He didn't know how he would do that, no. He just knew he was. He just knew he was going to do it. Do you think Denzel Washington knew exactly how to become one of the highest paid actors on the planet? Nah. He just knew he was. Watch his interview. He said he was going to be the best. Do you think Rick Ross knew how he was going to be, quote unquote, the boss? No. He just said, I am the boss. And you will see it. Like, I am the boss. You'll see, I'm going to be the boss. Take wings. Be the boss of my music. Everything. Right? And look at this man now. What I'm saying is, (laughs) you just gotta say it. And you continue to say it until you believe it. And once you believe it, you will then receive it. Any questions for me? Any questions? How's everybody doing here tonight? Are you going to be in Web 3? Uh, I'm not sure. What is your favorite moment when you broke your last record of momentum or favorite memory helping people? Um, I broke my last record? What record? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, what record? You mean money record? I don't know. I don't really break records, man. I set them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta break my record, I mean. I'm not sure how to answer that question there, Earth Loving Skin. Honestly, it's no competition. I'm not out here trying to break records. I mean, it is what it is. Like, my products always go number one. It is what, like, I can't even change that. It is what it, anytime I launch a product, it's 99.9% is going to go number one around the world. I mean, it is what it is, because I am number one. It's just what it is. Can't change that about me, okay? Like, I'm a winner. got to realize that I'm a fucking winner. And some people don't like that about me, just because I am. I'm like, don't get mad at me because I'm a winner. Don't get upset at me because I always get what I want. <laughs> people get pissed off. They get bitter. Like, what do you mean you get all what you want? You can not get me, maybe because I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> but I always get what I want. I'm a winner. That's what a winner does. A winner gets whatever he wants. And people don't like those people because they want to be like that. Uh, people, they have... Decided that they can't win all the time. I'm like, what? I win all the time. It's just how it is. I can't even change that about myself. <laughs> is there an easy Facebook ad strategy right now? Nah, nothing easy about Facebook, man. You gotta learn it. You gotta put the time in. Mm-mm. Nope. Do you need to focus on the words or affirmations while our meditations are just picture? Remember when you say words, words create pictures, right? So when you meditate, just as you say in the words you're creating the picture about what you want. Okay? The pictures are more powerful, but they stem from the words. Do you focus on the words or the pictures? Remember, like if I say elephant, If you think the word elephant, immediately a picture of an elephant pops in your mind. Right? You don't even have to try to create the elephant. It's just there. You can see the elephant right now, right? If I say, don't think about the elephant. Don't think about the elephant. You just cannot think about the elephant, right? So remember, the pictures are going to formulate. or they are going to be created uh, automatically? Because that's just how the brain works. If you say juice... Your mind thinks about a reference of juice. If you say dark, if you say Wesley Virgin, you see this black man with a big head. I mean, that's how it works, right? It's automatic. It's just a part of the automatic part of the brain, man. It's very fascinating. You don't have to try it. You just say the word, and it, as long as it has a reference, it pops up. What's a profitable market or demand you're seeing these days? Um... Digital. Anything in the digital space, service based businesses, hundred percent. Um, like I always stay in the evergreen. Weight loss make money online or sex, love, and romance and relationships. They always do well. But you got a lot of sub niches too that do well too, honestly. Questions for me. Can you go over why a person feeling it doesn't matter? If the feeling is the secret. Listen, when I say how you feel, if it doesn't serve you, why it doesn't matter? Because listen, you could be feeling shitty right now, right? You can be like, eh. And I want you to pay attention. Because to feel shitty, you got to first think about something, right? You just can't feel something. You have to think first. If you feel shitty, you have to think about shitty things. Correct? Am I right or wrong? Right? You have to think about it. You just can't like, oh, I feel shitty. Because people ask you, why? Well, why do you feel shitty, man? Man, because I'm broke. Man, I lost my job. Nothing's working for me. I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I hate everybody. Right? So, what you got to realize is that how you feel, it comes from... The momentum of the thoughts, like the issue with people is you have trained your body to feel pissed poorly for so long. Your body just feels that way automatically, man. It doesn't take much. You wake up in the morning, just feel like shit for no reason. It's because you have repeatedly thought this way so much. You have re- reinforced this negative thought, which have created and conditioned the, the body to feel this way. It makes sense. So <coughs> that's the only reason why how you feel seems so real to you because you have repeated, you have repeatedly thought that way. Does that make sense? And you have given you have given yourself reasons to think this way. Because when people have a bad day, man, you had a bad day today. Yeah, I had a bad day. You're gonna tell me why, right? You give me all the reasons on why you had a bad day. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is. There are reasons why you could have had a great day. You could have had a great day, too. At the same time you had a bad day, you could have had a great day. But you chose and you selected to think about all the negative things that took place in your day. Like, you didn't think about that you woke up. You didn't think about that you took a breath. uh, You took, you know, some nice deep breaths. I mean, you know, you got oxygen. You didn't talk about that you have your limbs, your arms. You didn't talk about you still have a car, you have a job, you have a house. Your kids are fine, they're healthy. Like, you didn't talk about that stuff, right? You didn't talk about you was able to eat some good food today. Right, so people tend to experience negative emotion because negative emotion seems to be more powerful than positive emotion. And you might say, man, why is that? Like, why is negative shit so powerful? Right? It's crazy, right? Because winning a million dollars and losing a million dollars, what do you think is a more powerful emotion? Losing, man. And maybe you'll be excited, you know, like the birth of your child or the death of your child, which emotion you think is more intense? Oh, the death. It's like, why is that? I don't know. It's a good question, right? But it doesn't really matter why. What's important is, is that you can change it. Because it's probably just conditioning, man, because we're all like this. Unfortunately, negative emotions play a bigger part on on how we feel than positive emotions. And I think because we just don't expect positive things to take place. (coughs) Right? I think... um, from a majority standpoint, we just expect more negative shit to happen, you know. We we just expect it, you know. We're like, ah, oh, I already know something's going to happen. It's all good, you know. And I think we just get so used to it. We get used to people not supporting us. Used to people not believing in us. Used to things not going in our favor. We just so used to it, right? And that pain... It's so pervasive, and it's so intense, and when something great happens, I think we don't know how to feel. You know when people say, you know you get somebody ten thousand I gave somebody ten thousand dollars one time, and they're like, I don't know how to feel was i don't I don't know how to feel. They were like, I don't know how to feel I don't know how to feel right now, yeah. Because people, primarily, they're not accustomed to feeling good all the time, unfortunately. They're just not. So they don't even know how. Some people don't even know how to feel good. They don't know. And some people try to feel good, but they say, well, I can't feel too good. Because I know something's going to happen. You know, I don't want to get my hopes up. Okay, it's working out, but I ain't getting my hopes up. Uh -uh." You can't get your hopes up in life. I mean, I hear dummies, dumb, insane people say this shit. Like, don't get your hopes up. Are you crazy? My hopes are always up, baby. Always. (laughs) It's like some people try to just protect themselves from feeling too good. Just not to feel the pain that may be too intense. It's crazy. But it's all conditioning, young people. It's all conditioning, I'm telling you. If you were around me all the time. I'm telling you, man, your life would be so different because I think I think such blessed gratitude, loving thoughts all the time, man. Life is good. Life is perfect. It really is. Like I'm not even bullshit. I mean, life is my life. Oh God, mm, so good, so juicy. It's better than sex, with the woman or the man in your dream. I'm telling you, my life is just so good. If you were around me, you'll feel that. If you're around me long enough. You will be conditioned and you'll realize that the way that you used to think was just, well, idiotic, right? Questions for me. Talk to me. Any questions before King West lay it down? Hey, and by the way, if you haven't heard it lately, I love you and I'm proud of you. I just want you to hear from me. Wesley billion dollar version himself. I love you and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you that you're still running the race. Cuz this is a marathon. I'm going to be honest with you. It is a it is a very interesting marathon to, towards the money, the wealth. It is. To me it's fun. I don't know. I love it. You know, I I've already imagined the day of making $100,000 a day every single day with ease. <laughs> I mean, I'm like Ooh, it feels so good. It feels good now, right? Can you imagine that? Making a hundred thousand a day, like net, every day, on autopilot, you know, just flying around the world, finally in my own private jet or access to one. Ooh, man, I'm be so relaxed. And I'm telling you, when I hit that goal, man, I'm gonna be partying. Oh, you have no clue. You thought Wesley Virgin can party? Let me tell you something. I'm going to drink a lot of water for one week. As a matter of fact, I'm not drinking anymore. When I go to the club, if I go to a club, I'm only drinking ginger ale. No more liquor, no more wine, champagne for me. I don't want any more. I'm good. After Brazil, Paris, man, I'm just not going to drink anymore. Water and ginger ale. That's it. But let me tell you something. we going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate with my team. I'm going to do some sporadic things that's going to blow my team's mind. Because it's all about creating moments and experiences. And listen, if you're not working for Virgin Media right now, you're going to miss out on something that's going to be magical. You're going to see in the next 12 to 24 months, it's going to be magical. We're going to be all over the TV, all over podcasts, everywhere around the world. And it's just a blessing. You know, I'm so grateful for this experience. And I just love the trenches. Like, I love being in the trenches and working on something. And then for years, I can work on something for years, right? I've been working on this stuff for years and to finally hit a goal. is fun. It feels so good. All right? What's better, Colombia or Brazil? Mm, both. Both are great. I don't know. I don't know what's better. I love them both. And they love Wesley version. Let me tell you that. <coughs> Questions for me. Uh. Any questions for me before I let you go? Yeah, Philippines. I'll be in the Philippines soon. I've been to the Philippines before, but I need to go back. I love the Philippines. Me and my best friend, maybe we'll ride down there. I will be traveling every month, but I'm going to skip October probably. Maybe November as well. I may travel again in December. I just need a break, honestly. I need that private jet. What positions are you trying to fill in your organization? Salespeople. Salespeople. All right, I'm going to let you guys go. Hey, I love you so much. I appreciate you. Remember, this podcast will be posted. Thank you for the likes and shares and all the tags below. Thank you for listening. Thank you listening again. Remember for this conversation to be very effective in your life. Listen once again. Why? Because repetition is the mother of skill. Okay? If success is what you want, you must make it a study. And you got to study it every single day. Even when you make some money, you gotta continue to study success. You never stop. It's just like taking a bath. You gotta take a bath every day. It doesn't matter how clean you are. It doesn't matter how many baths you have taken in the past. You must continue to do it. Just like success, you have to be a learner. You gotta be a voracious learner of more information, more knowledge, and you must apply the knowledge to your life to create and design the life that you want. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin and let's...